Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the fifth episode of Tender Loving Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning The Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Hello, Kate. Hello, Polly. Now, I just want to dive straight in. And I, I, this may count as housekeeping, but I want to already apologize. I want to apologize to you. I want to apologize to every single listener um it's not gonna be a good week for me it's not gonna be a good episode for me um several reasons not feeling great so when i when i'm a little bit under the weather very grumpy very very grumpy Mm. um my mum used to recite a poem to me when i was not on my best behavior and let me just clarify i was usually always perfect obviously but um it was a poem that was that that had the line when she was good she was very very good and when she was bad she was horrid and i'm (gasps) probably gonna be horrid today i'm not feeling well I'm tired. I don't have my early 2000s drink of um, sugar-free Red Bull. Um, And what we had to watch this week. So, I mean, we are sacrificing so much to go there for every single listener. And, you know, I hope that it pays off because we were, uh, dear listener, we were tortured this week with what we had to see. Re- really were right it wasn't just me oh no i went 
completely mush in the brain watching this stuff. God, it was just never ending. And we will deep dive. We will deep dive. But out of the two, I'm just going to say I'm going to be... I think I, because of the fact that I'm not feeling very well, that can give me a pass for the terrible things I'm about to say in this episode. So everyone, (laughs) you can't sue me. Please forgive me. Um, I'm really not trying to be as offensive as I am definitely going to be. It's just, it's just been, I'm going to be horrid. That should be the title of this podcast. Polly is going to be horrid. Uh. But... But, Kate, we can start with our first one. So do you want to do the intro for the brighter of the two shows that we had to see this week? Yes. So our first show, and might I say before I introduce it, mm. very hard to track down. <gasps> of course, you need to you need to explain. Yeah. We could not find this on Discovery Plus app. We couldn't find it on Hulu, anywhere. No, no streaming service. And finally, I scrounged around the internet, lifting up every stone I could find. And you found it on the dark web. That's where where you found it. Next to the guns for sale and the drugs for sale, you found episodes of this TLC show. We found one episode. We had to purchase it from YouTube. We spent money on watching this pile of shit is the only way and by the way this is the better of the two shows we had to watch this week and this was a pile of shit buckle up dear listener so this show is called my fat save my life and the description that tlc gives it is as follows Explore four mind-blowing stories of people who survived certain death because of their fat. Sometimes the most unlikely hero is the extra weight we carry around. I mean, first of all, that's terrible. That's promoting obesity. And I I hardly think that life-shortening extra fat around your heart is going to ever be a hero but no tlc comes in and gives us this shit show with these people that is apparently countering that belief so forget every medical um expert there are four people that apparently being morbidly obese helped so decide whether you want that extra cake or not well in these in these extreme circumstances it did happen to help and Mm. You know, they got lucky, but also they definitely got lucky. The way that TLC handled this. No. no. Okay. No. So it's not great. It's how it you know, was you're, handled. You're so kind. And as I said, I'm horrid. And it, it was, I'm trying, it's, I mean, we've, this is our fifth episode. It is probably the worst one we've seen, I would say. I mean, mm-hmm, first of all, sure. Yeah, so Kate, as you said, we had to purchase this, and I believe when we fir- when I first looked this up before we went to go and watch it, it was a whole series. I I believe yes. of like yeah, multiple pe- apparently multiple people their morbid obesity has saved their life. But um, as Kate said, we purchased this one episode that had four um, one two yeah it was four four people whose lives were saved by um 
being a little, a little bit chunky. And um, so we, we just watched that. We've got the four people and our copious notes. And I would like to, to note that this was, this was 2015 and it's a reenactment show from TLC. <laughs> I did not realize that at first. So Excuse let's me? dive in. <laughs> Excuse me. You didn't realize it was, what do you mean you didn't realize it was reenactment? For the first few seconds, I thought that the... Okay, let's start talking <laughs> go about ahead. it. You go, 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 so, go. So the first person that they're focusing on is this woman named Kimberly. Mm-hmm. And they're showing what I thought was her playing in the yard with her kids. Okay, yes. And then they switch to the interview and it's a different person and I was like it, so when I say I didn't know it was a few seconds of confusion okay. and then I was really like, worried that you were saying I went halfway through the episode and was like what I mean that? I had been working for hours at that point too so I was just tired but I realized oh this is one of those terrible acting oh. reenactment shows it's basically if you if you've ever seen an infomercial where they're mm. dealing with a product that doesn't work and they're fumbling with it and they're like oh oh yeah. like I've, that is... I've actually been in an infomercial and <laughs> so that really shows you the the dizzy the dizzy heights that I got to in my acting career yeah I was in an infomercial and it it was, and I had to put on like this Brooklyn accent. I'm not kidding you. I can't even remember the product. It was a cleaning product. And we were in some random mansion in like Calabasas. And of course, the budget was like two bucks. And it was me and these other people. And I had to be like, wow, shit, you not. And I was like cleaning a sink, being like, wow, in a Brooklyn accent. Being like, well, Mike, I'm not even going to do it. I, I know I try to do my accent work a lot. But I, and I was like, oh, this is cleaning so well. And, and then I had to give a testimonial. And they used my real name. I can't. It's so fun. Yeah, they used my real name. I remember I did, and you know what's it? You know what's even the worst thing about all of that? I put it on my resume. I mean, that, well, you that, gotta put on there what you have. You know, you take take what you can get out there. That's how bad. But I would let you know these reenactment shows. You have to bring your own wardrobe. So everyone in this, this, the budget for this show was pennies because when i tell you the stuff that i picked up on as we go through the episode and kate i hope you did too these tiny little things of the props they use and i'm thinking um okay so kate go into so we have i understand your confusion as well with kimberly because this is the first one kimberly she's a graphic designer as kate said you see her running well not running but she's moving in the garden um with her two boys that are playing frisbee and she's you know overweight woman um the actress and it goes to the interview with the real life kimberly the real life kimberly is blonde and blue-eyed the actress they got is dark haired Mm -hmm. with brown eyes so i understand your confusion i was thinking Mm -hmm. who is this woman i don't understand what's going on they couldn't even be bothered to get someone that looked remotely like the actual woman they looked nothing alike. And so nothing. I said, who is this? I know. Oh, that's the real Kimberly. Yeah. So she's a closet 
eater. Uh, she doesn't eat around anybody, but then when she's alone, she binge eats. Uh, so they talk about that a little bit. Hang on. No, no, no. You have to show how, you have to mention how TLC showed that she was a closet eater. Do you remember? Wasn't she actually in a closet? <laughs> No, I don't she remember. Nearly, nearly. She was in front of the mirror, like doing her makeup, and they're like, you know, this really dramatic music the whole time. And Kimberly, hang on, and Kimberly is a closet eater. And you see her pull out a drawer that's filled with mini donuts. Oh, and it's yeah. like on her in her vanity, and she just pulls it out, and it's just donuts. And you just see her eating them and then smiling to herself. And that's the makeup how- falls on the ground. And- yep. Yeah, so that's the kind of scenes that they're setting up uh, with the actors, Um, Mm -hmm. the thespians. Absolutely. I am one of those thespians, so watch your mouth, okay? I was a theater major. (laughs) I'm also one. But I mean, I was actually, Kate, you weren't at the dizzying heights of being in an infomercial with a Brooklyn accent for some cleaning product you can't remember. So right. I was at the level of reenactment. Oh, you know what? I also did another reenactment for the like the ID channel. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, I was a not... mere improviser. Okay, so we're not going into even that. worse. <laughs> so, no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So, anyways, she's planning her son's 17th birthday party. Yeah. She really wants to get him a nice watch. Mhm. Okay. So she's going to the jewelers to pick up the watch. It's very difficult for her to get into the car. They show this oh, actress str- struggling to get in the car. Yeah, they zoomed in on that a lot. The editing, the don't. zoom-ins on their bodies, it was not done in a kind there way, I don't think. no kindness with this. No. None. And so she goes to the jeweler. She gets back in the car. She takes a look at the watch to admire it, sets it <laughs> down. And then she starts to put on her seatbelt, but mm-hmm. it's too big of a nuisance. And so she doesn't wear her seatbelt. And what happens? She gets T-boned by someone running a stop sign on mm-hmm. the way home. Mm-hmm. She gets pinned under the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And they end up having to slice off the door to get her out Mm -hmm. so they get her to the hospital and she was very badly bruised i don't think she had any broken bones but she was you know she was really beaten up from this um car accident so then they show you know the voiceover is getting all dramatic and by the way i'm not even going to talk about the set design it was like a white well maybe i am it was a white room (laughs) it was a white room with an Ikea bed shoved in it, nothing else around it. The actress is lying there in the full makeup that she was wearing in the previous scene. And this actor that played the doctor, Kate, I had to pause on him. They had grabbed him and they had shoved this white medical coat on him. But it was, if you can imagine... Someone had put this coat on him, but hadn't even managed to take the time to fold the collar um, properly. So half of the collar was up. The other half was down, completely unshaven. Looked like he had just come off the streets and they just shoved him in this coat. And he's reading the lines off of the um, clipboard. Of course, he has to have a clipboard that he's holding in front of him. Not of even, they didn't even bother to do the stereotypical stethoscope around the neck. 
They no. couldn't even be asked with that. It's this- it's the it's the amount of effort of a bad porno, but there's no sex. <laughs> exactly. Just the bad acting. <laughs> That's, That's what it's like. Ac- that is very accurate. And um, he comes in, and they do kind of the voiceover, and he just says, um, "I swear there was like ums um so." your uh fat saved your life and if he had turned to cat to the camera and winked i wouldn't have been surprised because it was that bad and i love how he just says your fat saved your life not your weight or your excess weight or the proper medical professional would say just this unshaven dude going yeah your fat saved your life because you didn't go through the windscreen end scene oh I have, I wrote down every single, <gasps> every line the doctors would say at the end of each of the segments because I was Dude. like, who wrote this? Don't. It's they, so They bad. took two minutes. They took no two doctor, minutes. No doctor would ever, ever phrase things the way they're saying it to these no. patients. Because they had to get in the titular line of the show. Uh, and, and like I say, it was like a... Boom boom at the end of it because if all the doctors apparently will just say shit like yeah you know how you're kind of fat well that kind of saved your life didn't it it was you're right it was terrible once again we want to give a shout out to the pas in all of these tlc shows because i genuinely believe that the pas are the ones that are writing the scripts that are getting these actors ready they're set design, <laughs> set design. They went and got. They had to build the IKEA bed, mm-hmm. and they got paid like eighty dollars. Exactly. <laughs> they are the true heroes of TLC. Not, not. Yeah, they really are. Um. So then so, she yeah, she eventually after the accident and she healed and everything. She actually eventually got gastric bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. She went. She lost a ton of weight. She went from three hundred to one thirty five. She lost a load, and I will I will do spoiler alert. She's the only one out of all of these that actually lost lost a significant amount of weight, which shocked me more than anything. But the whole thing is, is because she the doc well doctor um, said that because she didn't wear her seatbelt and was essentially wedged into the car, she didn't go through the windscreen. And if she'd gone through the windscreen, she probably would have had catastrophic. Um, injuries so that's how her fat saved her life i mean luckily nothing serious was going on with her organs or anything because they first broke the front wind because the 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 door wouldn't open right the driver's door so they they ended up breaking the window Mm -hmm. and they couldn't get her through there and so they had to take the time to get the saw and saw off the door. Mm-hmm. It's like it did take extra time to get her out, exactly. but ultimately because she was like wedged in there so tightly, it she it saved yeah, her life. I guess so. so Maybe you know, this is this should be like our podcast. It saved her life? life? Question mark. I mean, needless to say, on. There was none of these that they actually said, yeah, but, you know, sure, I didn't go through the windscreen. But the doctor did tell me I had diabetes, I had high blood pressure. (laughs) They didn't didn't go through the full medical history. So really, Mm. yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been a great 
accoutrement to this like actually putting up their medical records they just have doctor now they just have doctor now from 600 pound life come in and tell them what's what oh genius now so that was kimberly and kimberly um actually changed her life she was scared and she changed her life then we get to joshua now joshua this story i (laughs) you will not believe that this was actually on this show unless you see this yourself and it is available on youtube for 2.99 um joshua is 29 and he's from wisconsin once again the actor that was playing him was a different race and had dark hair, dark eyes. And Joshua was a white dude with blue eyes and blonde hair. I don't know if this was deliberate. I don't know. It was really strange. Yeah. And anyway, so Joshua's 29 at the time from Wisconsin. Uh, Kate, could we do a Wisconsin accent? What does that sound like? Okay, let me... Okay. Oh, oh gosh. I, I own a restaurant, but I don't do too much of the heavy lifting because... I have employees to do that. I love playing darts with that's my it. friends, and we go to a tournament and we drink. Yep. Okay, that, that I tried. And that's, that was I, I round of applause. I liked that. Um, that was <laughs> that was what Joshua said, though, and that's what Joshua did. So they wanted to set up first of all that he had a fear of heights. So the way mm-hmm. the TLC <laughs> producer, I'm sorry, PA <laughs> decided to show he had a fear of heights was this 29-year-old man in a garden playing frisbee with some very young boys, which I didn't get at all. And then the frisbee goes on to the top of the roof. And this 29-year-old man turns around, looks at this frisbee on the roof, gets a ladder and then shakes his head and says no. And the voiceover, the narrator is going, Joshua had a... There was one thing Joshua feared. And that was heights. And I was like, all oh, right, so he's going to fall off a building or something. I mean, you're setting it up for us. No. We got it. And then at the end of the episode, oh. they show him getting the frisbee down. You know what? The frisbee was still there. And Joshua had got his courage after what we're going to tell you happened to him. And he went up and got that frisbee. Oh, it was so bad. Painful. So he's, yeah, as Kate said, um, in her, it, when she, in her impression, um, Joshua works for this, um, uh, pub and restaurant that's like a family business. So they, they very insistent on saying his mum and dad were interviewed and they were saying, you know, he loves to drink, has tons and tons of friends and he loves, um, drink, Drinking and darts, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, um, loves a good time. So, he was going to a dart competition or tournament or something. And um, you see them get out of, um, and he says, you know, I booked a hotel for it. And you see them get out of the taxi and look up at this big, tall building. And that's where they were staying. So, they went to the 17th floor. And you see um, him talking. It's such bullshit as well. They're like, he was getting ready for the tournament that night. It was like another a girl and a guy that were his friends that were in his team. And they were all excited. And they were all drinking. Um, needless to say, they didn't mention what they were insinuating the whole time. That Joshua was a raging alcoholic nobody's i mean we didn't uh, we right. he was a yeah um yeah. everything was drink 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 drink, drink, drink so drink. um they say that he gets there and goes to the bathroom and steps on the scale that's, that's what i said, said 
It's, yeah, right. That's what Joshua was doing. Yeah, right. That's what you do when you go on a fun vacation weekend is you bring your scale with you. Mm-hmm. And before and- you start drinking, you step on the scale. <laughs> Just to double as check. As a 29 year old guy. Yeah, that's what he loves did. To, so, and, he, anyways. And, they had th- and they had this actor topless the entire time as well. Um, and he said he was 315 pounds. So then they show. Then they show him going to um, a um, the tournament, and he's at the tournament, and they get eliminated. And they then begin, as Joshua says in the voiceover, quote, an aggressive drinking session. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> aggressive drinking session. Ooh, Joshua. He says in so many words that it was a blackout. Right. Right. He's like, oh, it's one of those nights you just, you know, there's a lot missing from your memory. It's like, well, yeah, you guys got fucking black out, <laughs> wasted, and can you because imagine, you lost the tournament. Can you imagine what he has to drink at 315 pounds to get black out? I mean, well, you have to, I guess you have to have an aggressive drinking session, which they did. And then it cuts to this extremely awkward scene where they leave the pubs. They're going back to hang out at the... (laughs) This is so bad. They're going back to hang out at this hotel that may we remind you it was on the 17th floor and he had a fear of heights. Don't forget Mm -hmm. the Frisbee. Mm -hmm. And um, he says, you know, we were just messing around in the elevator. And it's like him, a girl and a guy. And they're like putting... (laughs) Putting ice cubes down each other's shirts and like touching each other. <laughs> tickling, they're tickling each other, just sort of like slapping each other's arms. <laughs> you know, as you do. As, as you, do. you do with your grown friends. And then for some reason, the next scene is him. And I can't remember how, maybe you have the notes, Kate, how Joshua explains it. But he's, you just see the next scene of him with his shirt off running down the corridor. I think their room might have been down that way, possibly. Okay. And he was describing it as they were playing around and he was running away from them, like they're playing tag or something like that. Oh. He's, he's running away from his friends so they can't tickle him anymore or whatever they're oh, doing. Tickle him, tickle him, and tickle him. he's running at full speed, his his depth perception is off. Mm-hmm. He thinks there's more hallway than there is. And this guy crashes through the window at the end of the hallway and falls, hits the, what's it called? It was the awning. And the it wasn't awning. Like, but it was like a solid concrete. I don't know why he said awning, really. It was like a solid um, concrete level. He, I want you to understand when Kate says he ran through a window, he ran so fast and because he said because of his weight he crashed through one of those like unbreakable hotel windows at the end of this corridor his friends see him go head first through this fucking window and then fall out of it on the 17th floor and he lands he goes down 160 feet and he lands on his like upper torso essentially so his he doesn't have that head trauma because his head doesn't hit the concrete first his like upper chest does and he's mm-hmm. conscious yeah conscious he can uh, he can hear everyone crowding around him and he's looking at the EMT that comes mm-hmm. don't leave me man 
and they get him he's rushed to the hospital the friends call their parents who then call his parents Mm -hmm. so they show up he's got two broken legs a deflated lung and a torn trachea yeah torn trachea no i I would just like to also interject here that when you are when they're cutting from the reenactment to um i just kept thinking that poor actor with that reenactment just lying there with these bits of plastic that was supposed to be glass on him and he's like naked through half of this episode but i was it's cutting to the real joshua as he's giving like his narration of what happened and his story he's retelling it did you notice he's like laughing through the entire thing and smiling yeah to him to the real joshua this whole thing was a wild night out (laughs) it totally was he thought everything was a great laugh i mean to be honest he was probably drunk when they filmed it but he was he was having a great time great old time with tlc he says at the towards the end he says that the radio djs in his area made fun of him on the radio (laughs) and he goes oh 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 so it was was nice i could give them some fodder for the week i was like how is that not so upsetting i know i mean to be honest joshua if you're listening which he almost certainly is um (laughs) we are talking about him and using this for fodder and this was filmed in 2015 but you're right he was having a grand old time and then there was a little thing that uh that kind of made sense about this whole story um there was a lot of interviews with his dad and as i said you have to forgive me for everything that uh i say today because i have an out um but his his nose indicated to me that i probably know where joshua got his alcoholism from that's all Mm. i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say they possible quite probable uh, yes and then so he had four he had four days in the icu and joshua was like laughing about all of this when he's retelling it mm-hmm. and um the doctor said i did write this quote down and the this doctor was not any better than the previous actor I, worse I mean, he, in fact it was was he may have brushed had his hair brushed but that was about it he said quote joshua good morning you got very lucky your fat saved your life and that was the end of it <laughs> No, he goes, I have to admit, your fat <laughs> saved your life. I ha- you know what? I have I to have admit, to admit it. it. I have to. I can't not admit. It made a good old, we had a good old laugh in the ICU about that. I mean, oh. it the- was so bad, dude. And then oh. at the end of it, Joshua was like, you know, because um, the, the previous one kind of had the ending that you expect that uh what was her name kimberly said you know mm-hmm. i lost a ton of weight and you're like that makes sense you had a terrible thing happen to you you realize that even though your fat saved your life um you have to change your lifestyle joshua says in this you know i just vowed to keep having fun nothing mm-hmm. changed didn't lose weight didn't do anything this is a generalization but I think most Wisconsin people would re- would really agree with me. Wisconsin people drink a lot. I thought that. They I do. It's a way of that. life there. Mm-hmm. And I am also a Midwesterner. Okay, I'm from Iowa. We also drink a lot. You can say that, yeah. So, but people, everyone, everyone I know from Wisconsin has said that to me, like, oh, we party up there. We drink all the time. 
and I had friends who went to the university there and it sounded even more wild than mine. And so I really think it's it's their way of life. And this was just one insane night that he probably tells at parties to this day. Oh, yeah. And nothing has changed. Um, you know, the, no, I'm going to stand corrected. You know what did change, Kate? He got that Frisbee down from that roof at the end of the episode. Got the at the end down. of the day, he got his frisbee back, and that's the most important thing. Oh, he learned so much. All right, who do we have up next? We have two more from this episode. Okay, next? so next up we have Samantha. She Ooh. is, she's young. I can't remember how young. Twenties, mm-hmm. right? Or 30s? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so Samantha, she loves her size, and she's she's not that large, really. Uh, she's curvy, you know, but. She loves it, and basically her cousin, she moved away from her a lot of her family, and her cousin invites her to visit, and so she flies out to see her cousin, I think on the East Coast somewhere. Yeah, they went to, um. she's from, oh, this is it, yeah, yeah, this is it, because she's moved from New Jersey to Florida, and her cousin, Kimberly, says to Samantha it's your birthday so I bought you a ticket to come back to New Jersey for your birthday that's what it was and I remember her saying uh I want to come as soon as possible so yeah. she she flies back up there uh, but but I when we were talking Did about props something? yeah oh. you missed something big oh. what is that so they have a scene of this actress the voiceover is saying, you know, I was so happy my cousin Kimberly got this for me and it was so nice and you see her opening up a birthday card with a paper ticket for a flight they zoomed in on it and it said it was going to los angeles <laughs> and i thought you couldn't even be asked to either get a proper prop ticket or to just not shoot it <laughs> or but just it was, don't zoom in on it just yeah. don't zo- it clearly said departing los angeles and she'd said i was going from florida to new jersey i mean i just thought they'd given up at this point they had this was probably the third episode i i, I would like to think this is the third episode they ever filmed and they just went this is a disaster let's just get this done and get out of here because this episode was particularly bad out of the four of them this, that was the first thing, and I'll get on to the second thing. But carry on, Kate, when she gets back to New Jersey. Well, they decide to go out to a club, and... <laughs> the extras! The extras! They're dancing at this club, and let me tell you, this club looks very sad. This is not the club they were at. Explain, Listen. Pauline. It was once again. We go back to the fact, Kate. You could, you know what? I think if I don't do any research on this or any background, I just put myself through watching these shows. But if I had to go to the IMDb of the director, producer, executive producer on this show, I'm sure it's blank because no one would put their name to this pile of flaming garbage you see her and she's like yeah you know my cousin we were gonna go dancing that night went to a caribbean um like dance like club mm-hmm. and you see them stood there there is just one dude dancing so look he is earning of course it wasn't sag non-union but he was working for that 64 dollars <laughs> or whatever it was back then to be to, for his day rate he was 
just no rhythm real using his arms really exaggerating his dance moves and he keeps cutting across camera and it's like him and one other woman that the two extras they've got in there dancing having a great time and they're just like and then they said um and then they and the i mean the 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 quote-unquote bar or club was once again i think I would like to say it doubled as the room they used as the hospital in the in the previous episode. Oh, they booked was... <laughs> they booked one location and made it work, but Just it didn't work. One white room, and so you see this guy dancing across, and then um, she said, and I, I wrote this down as a quote. Uh, Samantha goes, "I was like Kimberly, I want something else to drink," and so they go, "Okay, let's get another quick one in." So. They go to the bar and she said that there was like this commotion that she that people were running or something was happening, which sounds super scary. And then she was outside and she just suddenly hears a gunshot and she looks down and she's been shot in her side. She gets caught in the crossfire of some sort of scuffle that happened outside of the club. Yeah, even though she was inside, they said they knew something was going on outside, but the the bullet just happened to like come and and hit her in her side and she collapsed and then we get to this is probably when i say this was the the one that was done out of these four the worst i will back it up with what happened next so they're doing the voiceover of how kimberly was shot she goes to the hospital room which is obviously the same white room with the ikea bed that have been used in the previous episodes And she's lying there, and I shit you not when I tell you, she's talking about how, um, you know, the bullet had gone through um, into her side, down into her uterus, or something like that. And um, she's describing this, you know, horrendous scene of her blacking out and getting to the hospital. They had this actress lie on this Ikea bed with the full stage makeup that she was wearing for that night out. They hadn't even, like, removed her clothes into a hospital gown. She was just, like, lying on this bed. And the doctor comes... That's the first thing they do is zoom in on her face. And it's just, like, her eyelashes are are on. There's just everything's The eyeshadow, mascara, everything's perfect. The doctor comes in and he does his... And once again, the doctors, whoever cast the doctors, are geniuses. Um, He goes... um, so the doctor comes in and basically shows her the bullet they took out, right? But Kate, I don't... Did you notice what happened in this millisecond when he's showing her the bullet? No, I just... Okay. I'm, la- I'm, like, starting to laugh because of what he said, but <laughs> yeah. what happened? So he he pulls out... He, so he pulls out the bullet to show what was inside of her. And the actor, the doctor, has the bullet in one of those glass apple juice um, containers. What is it, like Martinelli's? Martinelli's. Apple juice. They had... <laughs> I shit, you know, I rewound this and made sure I was correct on this. No, I did not notice that. It was a Martinelli's. I, a Martinelli's. No one could even be asked to go to a 99 cent store it was literally like you know what probably the guy that played the doctor had just finished drinking that from crafty and was like should we use this it was they didn't even rinse it out it was one of the (laughs) best best parts of the the entire four episodes I couldn't get over it that is so good amazing so then the doctor comes over to her and 
He goes, these here, <laughs> these here, kind of gestures to her hips. These saved your life. She goes, what? What are you saying? He goes, your love handles. I mean, I would like to find one doctor in America that would say, you know what? I probably would have said that too. It, and then they had the doctor that worked on her um, giving it, oh, he was something else as well. The actual doctor was being interviewed and he was someone that very awkwardly just, you know, you have these people that are very awkward and they just smile the entire time, even if they're talking about really intense, tragic things. Yeah. Like, um, complete tangent, but um, remember, I don't know if you ever saw the interview with Jean-Benet Ramsey's brother in these part. it was in the past couple of years and he was highly criticized because he's one of those people that just smiles through the entire thing. So he was talking mm. about his sister's death and he was just like smiling. It was really, if you haven't seen that, check it out. But, um, and I have my own theories about that, but that is I, definitely <laughs> another podcast. I know you do. Uh, yeah. Um, but it was like, the doctor was like this anyway. So he goes, the doctor's talking about what happened when he met the actual real samantha and he says quote when organs stop working the body stops working well look i know i'm, I'm not a doctor but i think i pretty much understand that doc thank you um so they show the they show her in full glam the doctor showing her the bullet in the martinelli's uh, glass apple juice container your love handle saved your life and she lost like 30 pounds afterwards mm -hmm. and that was about it she says she's eating healthier foods she went back to school that's true that's and true. they they show this scene no, no. <laughs> that is her friend or family member male and her in the kitchen the actors of course and the guy goes up to her and says what are you up to she goes, oh, just living my life with no regrets. <laughs> that was oh, not a family member because she was stroking his face by the end of it and drinking wine. Oh, okay. So her boyfriend or husband, I guess. But <laughs> oh, just, oh, I'm just over here living my life with no regrets. Oh, she's amazing. I hope she Imagine if someone said that to you seriously. I hope so she got a tattoo funny. saying that. Living my life with no regrets. But regrets is spelled wrong. Of no course. regrets. Um, okay, so we have, uh, we have one more, and this was Bobby. 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 She, 23, another Wisconsin, by the way, another Wisconsin. Um, she was 23, she had a four-year-old, was married, and was already talking about her next kid, which to me was quite shocking, but... Not in the Midwest in 2015. Apparently um and i love it she's like i was close to 300 pounds but quote i was healthy i i can't i cannot and i know this is going to come up kate with the like a hundred shows we still have to watch on the tlc network right. i cannot have someone tell me that they are three to four hundred to five hundred pounds and they're healthy right it's not true anyway uh, Bobby was a nursing student. Her mother was Bambi. Just leave that there. Um, and Bobby says that, you know, she works really hard and she just drinks soda a lot. They, they like focused on that. Um, and that, yeah, so she was married to a, to a, to a guy and the actor that played her husband was like 67 years old. He was <laughs> very specific, but he was ancient. 
And I don't know why they cast this like super old guy to play this 23-year-old's Hudson. That didn't make any sense. I think they forgot to... The PA that was supposed to put mm. send out the notice on Actors Access <laughs> yes. forgot. And then the night before, they were like... Hey Billy, did you send out the the like oh, thing? And he's like, "Oh no, shit. I'll get some people. I'll get some people. That my dad he, can come in. I'll yeah, get my, my dad, dad can come in." <laughs> These PAs, and you know what? They are doing the Lord's bless work. them. They bless, really bless are. all the PAs. Yeah, all the PAs. Um, so this like the PA's dad is playing a husband, and she has to go in and get some procedure in her abdomen. So she goes in and gets that. Comes out. And then she collapsed and said she couldn't breathe. And then um, she ends up in hospital and she is diagnosed with basically a flesh-eating bacteria. And they had to cut out... Apparently, when you get this, it's extremely, extremely rare, but when you get it, um, it works so quickly that the majority, it was like 75% of people are dead. If you're diagnosed mm-hmm. with this and you get it, you die from it. Yeah. Um, within really hours and um but she had so much fat that the doctor said quote to chew on for the bacteria to chew on um i know um that she survived it they cut out 10 pounds of fat out of her and she survived so the doctor didn't technically say the fat saved your life on this one i don't think they did on this one right i didn't write it down so they must not have (laughs) they didn't they didn't but but... how scary is that so she's really just not taking care she because she's in school too she's she has a Mm -hmm. kid she's 23 she's in school she's working full-time or a lot and taking care of the kid running on fumes and she said she goes she drinks soda and then she'll go to the vending machine and get like a bag of chips oh god and so yeah and and she says that at the end of it um another one person that they don't lose any weight she says quote well i never planned on being a size two well i mean I'm not asking you to be a size two, love, but you know, you have a four-year-old, you're morbidly obese, maybe, maybe think about just being healthy. That doesn't mean being a size two, but stop drinking sodies and what's that? And snack cakes. I'm referencing obviously Thousand Pound Sisters, but just stop, dude. She, stop. Well, and she knows because in the beginning she talks about wanting to be able to keep up with her kids. She's like, oh, my my son is getting older now and it's harder for me to chase him around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she expresses that she knows it's an issue. And I wrote that she, she did lose 30 pounds at least. Oh, okay. okay. So she, she's on her way. Um, but I would just like to quote Samantha, the, the woman before this, who I forgot to quote before Mm. at the end of her episode, she said, don't you ever put yourself on the back burner for nobody. Oh, thank you. I I needed that, Samantha. I needed that, Samantha. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And that was the end of the 299 episode that we purchased from YouTube. So (laughs) if you're interested in 
my fat saved my life you can that's the only way you're ever going to be able to watch it and though and we've already covered exactly what happens so once again like the previous show that we had and kate we need to come up with some contingency plan because there seems to be we've only done five episodes of this podcast we've already had two of these shows that have been wiped from the tlc world i guess maybe we should go through the list and you know what too much work that is a lot of work so not gonna do that just gonna see how it plays out um so and just spend more money on youtube we're gonna have to we're gonna have to spend so much money buying these shows (laughs) tell Um, your friends about the pod yeah please tell everyone about this podcast so so you can fund our lifestyle of watching shit tv for Um, you for you by the way yeah we're not doing it for us we're doing it for you um so listen when it comes to um the rating scale kate please always reiterate for new listeners how do we rate each episode so we rate each episode on a scale of zero to 600 why that's a crazy scale you might say that's Mm. a very high number you might say well it's in honor of one of the most popular shows on the network 600 pound life that's where i grabbed that number from Mm -hmm. so it's pounds of learning Mm mm-hmm Okay. Because remember, this is the learning channel. So we're not here just to take the piss. Majority is just to take the piss. But there is the part that we assess on these shows. Are we learning anything? So Kate, how many pounds of learning did you rate My Fat Saved My Life? 48 pounds. Well, okay, okay. I mean, it's obviously very low. It's low. Um, I didn't mine, learn anything. Mine was five. Oh. I, gave, <laughs> I gave five pounds of learning. And I gave the five because I learned the statistic about the flesh-eating bacteria. And that was it. So that was worth five pounds of learning for me. I Mind you, I also did learn that PAs are running all of TLC. But I kind of already knew that. So... <laughs> five pounds of learning for me interns yeah so I I I think I gave it a little bit more because there were some moments where the folks on the show the actual people that were in the interviews Mm -hmm. that it happened to would get a little vulnerable and say uh like the woman who was in the car crash she said, I was laying there and I could hear passersby laughing at me. That was rough to hear. And she, she said... She was in a, a massive car crash, lying there, bleeding. And she said people were walking past and laughing at her because she couldn't get out of the car. Horrible. How dark is that? So dark. And then she said she could hear the emergency responders oh she's oh she's really big like you really just I mean which I guess that's pertinent information for certain things about it but I the part about people walking by and laughing I could not believe people are that horrible so I learned how horrible Horrible people people can be (laughs) yeah okay well that's good you know that that's that's still education Kate oh hello 
It's Pauline again, and I am slotting in here between two very important points being made to hawk some of my merch. Hooray! Okay, this will only take a minute. You are obviously a fan of the absurd if you're listening to this, so I'm sure you have a small place in your heart for the gloriously absurd Real Housewives franchise on Bravo. I've created a line of the snarkiest notebooks you will find based on the Real Housewives of New York. They are available on Etsy. Link to my store is in the show notes. Okay, I finished hawking. Back to the show. Now, <laughs> we're going Here we on go. to us. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is where I become even more horrid than I originally have been. Our second show that we will be reviewing for tender loving care question mark is a show that when we first formulated this idea i said to kate when this comes up it's gonna hurt me and kate said you know i'm sure we'll pick something out of it that, that can be you know maybe uplifting maybe interesting i said it's the antithesis of everything i stand for like believe in want for my life who i am the pure (laughs) core of my being so when this came up last week if you listened to last week's episode you probably heard how despondent i was um i'm gonna read the synopsis i'm gonna tell you the show if you don't know already i did um grab myself a little drinky um and i only had I don't drink, I don't really drink gin, but I'm drinking gin because of this show. I didn't have any mixers <laughs> apart from kombucha. So I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking gin and kombucha just oh. so I can get through what we're about to get through. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Indeed. So the second show we're going to cover is say yes to the dress inside Kleinfeld bridal the manhattan-based bridal salon that is arguably the world's finest more than 250 professionals most of them veterans from the shop's early days in brooklyn bend over backwards to make each bride's experience unforgettable part I just need a moment. So I just got so bored and so depressed <laughs> at the same time. I just, let me hang on. I just need a little drink. Hang on. Let me just have some, have some yeah. gin and kombucha. Hang on. Some sort of gin fizzy tonic. Oh, it's lovely. Okay. Back at it. Part bridal story, part fashion makeover and part family therapy session. Say yes to the dress episode looks at the personalities, that's a lie, (laughs) and craftsmanship that comes into play as the Kleinfeld staff goes to sometimes extreme lengths to realize each bride's dreams. So, (laughs) I'm just going to start the rant. Stop me whenever you want. First of all, here's the issue. I said last week, I want ev- I want to I want to be very clear on this. I am a romantic. I love love. I love men. I love relationships. I love great strong relationships, strong marriages. Wonderful. Fab fab fab. What I don't like is the bullshit that surrounds engagements, 
and weddings. There's a difference between the sanctity of marriage and weddings. Someone gets that I have I have had a very big relationship in my life, friendship completely destroyed because she was a first of all, she was kind of a monster of a human being, but also because I was going through the worst time of my life, but she was getting married, so that was more important. Um, Mm -hmm. she, the thing is, and I'm not even going to give her any, any time at all to to discuss that, but, um, with weddings now, it is a pure excuse for people to buy you things, which to me is the ugliest thing in the entire world. I don't like the show of money. There's nothing more gross to me. And it's, it's always like, I'm sorry, I'm just sweating a little bit here. I'm getting all worked (laughs) up. It's as we said last week someone gets engaged that's fantastic and then they start telling you how much shit you need to do for them so and then if you throw on top of that a destination wedding so let's just go through this nowadays this is the standard hi i got engaged oh hi fantastic so engagement party so you bring an engagement gift go to the party then I have a bridal shower. Don't even know, I don't even know what that is. But anyway, you have one. You need to buy them another present. We there's no bachelor bachelorette nights anymore. It's weekends, so mm-hmm. that's usually weekends away at a hotel, doing some bullshit spa bullshit. Just bullshit. Two or costs- three thousand dollars, probably easily, easily. Um, then you have the, obviously the wedding. And if that's a destination wedding, you then have another present, by the way, another, this is the fourth present they're getting. And then you have to spend money. And if you're a bridesmaid, uh, here's, here's an announcement to every single female. Well, actually anyone that knows me that's listened to this, never ask me to be a bridesmaid ever. I have been asked there were circumstances I couldn't do it, so I it was able to get out of it. But it's honestly, people say it's an honor. It's not an honor. It's the worst thing you could do to your friends. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to do. Kate, I will never ask you because I love you. So don't worry. Everyone's out of it. It is okay. a terrible thing to do to someone. And then they're like, and then they're like, they asked you to be a bridesmaid. And they're like, guess what? You're paying for your dress. And then with your dress, you need to pay for your shoes. And then you need to do all this stuff for me for the night before. They are monsters. Hair, makeup. Sometimes that's not covered. Yeah. My friend went to, and she will know what I'm talking, she will recognize this story immediately when when, when she listens to this. She went to this girl's wedding and this kind of broke up their friendship as well goes to this wedding she was a bridesmaid she'd already gone through all of this bullshit and no she wasn't even a bridesmaid she was in the bridal party i guess that's different as well oh, i don't know anyway she's in it and the bride said no she must be in bridesmaid and the bride said it's traditional i guess for the bride then they actually give something to you as a bridesmaid to say thank you which is usually probably a shitty pair of earrings a robe or something. Or, yeah. yeah the bride gave my friend as her um gift the fact that free hair and makeup so she had expected her bridesmaids to pay for hair and makeup from the woman that was doing the bride's hair and makeup but instead she said you know what 
I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do this free. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make you pay $250 to get your hair and makeup done. Oh, well, Pauline, everyone has to have airbrush makeup for the photos. I don't talk to me about photos. You have the, the, the engagement photos and they always look ridiculous. And then, oh, and then the boudoir photos don't, this is a oh. whole thing I could have. This friend that I told you that very much ex-friend. I remember she did this whole boudoir photo thing and I don't really understand it it just seems such an old-fashioned concept really of being like let me look sexy for my map it's like what are you like 50 and trying to revive something I think it's stupid anyway she did them and the thing that got me the most is her underwear was mismatched and I thought oh you, she had like this black bra and then these white knickers. I don't know what it was, but anyway, and she had it framed next to her bed. It was the most awkward, cheesy, basic, oh. basic, basic thing. And Sheena this, Shea. It's a Sheena Shea. She's very much a Sheena Shea. Spends like $20,000 on a wedding. Well, $50,000, whatever it was. And then they're divorced in three years anyway, which actually did happen to her. But I, that's, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other story. Anyway basic is the word now kate and i know somebody that um just gonna be really careful here but we knew somebody but this this was one of their favorite shows and i think it kind of says everything i know exactly who you're talking about right away (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) and it is the type of show and as I said, if you're listening to this and you've been really encouraging and listening to our podcast, thank you. And I do apologize for what I'm about to say, because if you're someone that really does love this show and I'm about to tear it to pieces and tear to pieces everybody that does love this show, I apologize. I'm not very well. I'm drinking kombucha and gin and like, give me a break. Um, <laughs> it's the type of show that somebody who considers going to Target as a fun activity watches that's that's who that's a lot of people pauline no no it isn't no it isn't (laughs) that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie there are no no, i refuse to but by fun activity you're saying it's a friday night it's a friday night what are we doing saturday night we're going to target let's go see the bargains that is the type of person that is watching and is a fan of say yes to the dress and you know what every single person on these episodes are the same as the viewers um kate and i had to do okay that was sorry i'm gonna take a breath bravo i i applaud your i mean i i just shifted dimensions i shifted years i shifted friendships like i went all over there all over the board there describing where i was with weddings i think a lot of people these (sighs) days share that perspective including myself it honestly made me sick to see people spending 10 15 thousand dollars on a dress that they're gonna wear for a few hours such bullshit and then store in their closet to look good for everybody else it's it's so lame and every single dress looked the same and i'm gonna get on to that but um the lack of taste and style was just it was painful so kate and i obviously picked this last week and i moaned to kate for about three days afterwards but then we realized that there are 20 seasons of this show 
I was dreading watching one, so I was like, fuck that. So yeah. I said, so we kind of went on to, I, I Googled a site um, that gave um, a list of the top 10 they ended up giving like the top 30 or something like that. But I said to Kate, let's just do the top 10. That was swiftly reduced to the top five. And then... Um, even that then, was tough. <laughs> it was a lot. And then even go and then going through the top five, um, I realized that some of them weren't even on the, uh, the, the app anyway. So we kind of shifted it around. But all of them essentially that we watched were from the top 10. Um, we had to replace some from the top five to the following five, but they were all in the top ten, apparently. And I'm just going to say straight off, if these were the top ten episodes from 20 seasons, then I don't know what's going on anymore. I really I, don't. I had the same exact thought. I was I was waiting for a family member to knock some champagne out of mm-hmm. someone's hand or something. Where is the action? Why is this the best episode? I, I thought couldn't. there was going to be a fight. I thought there was going to be like bickering and spoiler alert. There was nothing. There was a bunch of basic, basic people picking the exact same dress over and over and over and over again that's what every single episode was so i mean we as i said we ended up doing we covered five and i mean i just i honestly and i know i'm going in with a terribly bad taste in my mouth but they were so fucking boring how has this show got been renewed 20 times kate how because it's it's just drilled into little girls brains that this is the pinnacle of life is having this fairy tale wedding and some people buy into that they think that this is gonna make them happy and you know we're gonna get to what we learned you know our pounds of learning at the end of this and I guess you can kind of already imagine where I am on the spectrum. But the one thing that is apparent in all of these, as I said, I'm really not um, not not exaggerating when I say the majority of all of these dresses were the exact same. They had that that terrible, why women continuously choose the sleeveless sweetheart. I think, I've, well, I learned that. I learned it was called sweetheart neckline, right? Mm-hmm. That just, con- it's not flat. It's very, it's, it's, First of all, it's completely boring. So every single bride, apart from ones with taste. Ouch. Um, <laughs> ouch. Um, has that dress. And it's been seen a billion times. And what happens with the majority of it, unless you have a very expensive dress and it's fitted to you beautifully, you're constantly hiking. You see these brides hiking them up. And basically, for anyone that doesn't understand what, what we're talking about, it's like a sleeveless... Strapless. A strapless, strapless yes. Yeah. Strapless top. And it's called a sweetheart. And, 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 and majority of... If you have any boobs at all, they're completely spilling out and it looks ridiculous. And you're just hiking it up. You see brides constantly through weddings. I've been to so many where they're doing that. They're just mm-hmm. pulling it up because you're spilling out of it. And unless you i mean even if you are i don't know it's just it's it's not that i've seen this style look good and like you said if it's fitted well and 
the rest of it is not extremely gaudy like many of these were. Mm-hmm. I have seen it look good, but at the same time, like you're saying, I think it's so overdone and oh, it's it God. doesn't read romantic to me. No, it reads all. it reads junior prom to me. Yes. There's yes. something there's something very juvenile about the style to me. That's very true. That's very true. It looks like something I would have worn to one of my balls or your proms type of things like mm-hmm. that. And it's you know, there's such little elegance with it as well. It's not elegant. There's no, no. grace. There's no originality. It's just no. the same old thing. And I mean, Kate, I don't know how you want to go through this. Each episode had essentially it was like each episode had about two or three different women and there was i mean the first one there's randy who's the main guy that i guess is the randy randy was the only thing keeping me going through these Mm. episodes because he sometimes was kind of funny compared to everyone compared to everyone else yeah i i thought he so so randy is a manager sales associate of some kind he seems to be a manager kind of in charge of things at this shop Mm -hmm. watch he owns it or something um no so randy is one of the people who is finding dresses for the women amongst the racks and convincing them they like this one more than this one you know he's a sales guy yeah and he's nice and he's kind and you can tell things like that and and i think he's probably why you know the show originated and and the the five the the five episodes that we covered they kind of ranged from season 12 season 14 then we had a couple from the very early seasons as well which were much better but if we start the first one that i went over um that well that kate and i both picked and went over was um featured this woman called courtney who was a qvc host and Everyone in the first, there's four episodes here, Kate, correct me if I'm wrong, there's, we did five episodes, four of them were all white blonde women. Yeah. And they looked exactly the same, the same the hairstyles. The exact same. The exa- I was like, I'm just watching, sorry, am I watching the same episode again? They yeah. all looked identical. And this woman came in and you know, oh God, you know she wanted to like kind of make a statement or trying to be a little bit oh this was something that got me as well if if one more person calls themselves quirky or oh. wacky i'm gonna lose my shit i'm not like other girls and then they're exactly like exactly all the like other girls it is the worst and this courtney came on and she was wearing it did hark back to um it did make me think of our queen our, our lou the chunky necklace <laughs> Kate, I have that in my notes. I have that in my notes. Wavelength. Kate and I just, you know, obviously Kate has her Bravo podcast, which we're going to plug at the end, but you need to go and subscribe. You need to listen to it because Kate and I are the biggest Bravo fans and and TLC, obviously, but obviously yeah. Real Housewives. And with Lou, Lou is our savior. Lou is the fire of our <laughs> loins. She is our love. And she's the originator of the statement necklace. And this bitch, Courtney, came in and was like, I'm wearing a statement necklace. It's like, you're not Lou. You're not Lou. So Don't try statement. to be Lou. <laughs> Don't try. Put the statement necklace away. Your dress looks like shit. And you're not cool wacky or zany that you think you are she came in and said to randy i want i want a dress that's gonna be balling and then 
and then was in hysterics. And he goes, what? What does that mean? It was stuff like that that happened in every single episode. And everything was insufferable. Is Courtney the one who they had the designer there? And the designer was this small, tanned, Botox Zanino. Mark Mark Zanino. He's this small, tanned, just not a wrinkle to be seen. Just Botoxed within an inch of his life. And he comes out and she's losing her shit. She thinks she's so cool because she's getting a Mark Zanino gown. And she's poo-pooing every single dress that they bring out. And finally she's, oh, I like the top of this one. I like the middle of this one. I like the bottom of this one. Mark. And Mark comes out, oh, I'll just sketch you something. And the music gets so intense. It's like, like it was like a movie, a movie of someone's hanging off the cliff about to die. That's the music they had playing for him sketching this idiot address. And so she's so upset. She's so obsessed with it. She starts crying when she sees this sketch and everyone's clapping and he says this is what your wedding day dreams are made of and then they go oh oh wait 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 before when he's sketching she tells the camera i'm having an outer body experience outer not out of i'm having an outer body experience my palms are sweating so she's crying at the sketch everyone's clapping and they say, Courtney, are you saying yes to the sketch? Oh. <laughs> there was always this maniacal laugh all the time to everything as a response. <laughs> and then $9,000 later, she has her dress. And Mark Zanino is somewhere right now with a face that doesn't move. And I appreciated that greatly. <laughs> I appreciated the amount of fillers, the amount of Botox, the amount of oh, yeah. tanning that was done. There wasn't a muscle moving in that face. And I liked it. He's on top of the maintenance. Yeah. (laughs) He is doing the work we should all be doing, Kate. He really is. Not a very functional face because... (laughs) (laughs) Really not. Not Um, showing emotions. She was annoyed. I mean, I I don't know how we go through. There was just a lot. There was one that wanted a Gatsby theme. Oh, I have thoughts on this. Go. Oh, her with the... Oh, hang on. Yeah, I'm just reading my notes, remembering who she... Oh, Sabrina. 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 People don't... Everyone, everyone says, I'm having a Gatsby-themed birthday. I'm having a Gatsby-themed wedding. And they don't even know what the fuck that is. I would like someone to... I would like to have said to Sabrina, who who wrote The Great Gatsby? Just, just tell me that and we can go from there. That's what Anything? I would like to say to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what uh, what era did that take place? Yeah, well, when... What were I the mean, fashions the like? Main, yeah, what was the main plot? Uh, you know, the, there was just... She's the, like, I'm going to wear some beads across my head. Like, well, she has I, no idea. There's none of the dresses she looked at were remotely well, Gats, oh, no, related. I 20s, I don't know which... Yeah. But can we... Um, no, the Kate and I, I would like to know... Uh, once again, I would like all of our listeners to know that Kate and I are trained thespians. We <laughs> are professionals. Yes, I may have been in cleaning product infomercials, <laughs> but I really am, you know, I, I take the craft seriously, as does Kate. And 
when we do impressions i don't know if i can do a sabrina but i want i want to paint the picture here of courtney before she comes on and she's this qvc host that couldn't be more boring and lame and all her friends look exactly the same as her sabrina comes on and i said huh you really want to you really want to get married sabrina she at one point in the testimonials i thought she was gonna put her feet up on a chair light a cigarette crack open a beer can and put on soccer cleats like she she had a voice like this as she i i, I uh, really, great gatsby and what let's not, was she what she was, was she she was so strange and let's not forget she's having a new year's eve wedding oh everyone's like for fuck's sake oh we gotta years. go to sabrina's wedding everything's ruined new year's eve the flights are more expensive the hotels are more expensive like literally ruining everyone's new year's eve oh so she's trying on these same dresses that everyone else tries on that are strapless and have weird sequins or just a mermaid bottom to them or they're they're just there's nothing great so Great Gatsby, that's that's the jazz age. Dresses mm. were slinky, loose. Mm. Let's see a drop waist. Let's see a glitzy, slinky, yes, like yes, glam look. No, yep. no, 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 no. None of them were no. like that. She doesn't Mm-mm. know what it is, and neither did anyone who worked there. And then, and and then her budget, by the way, was ten to fifteen thousand. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I really get lost in the futility of humanity watching this show. <laughs> I mean, that's really the point I was after watching five episodes. So whoever's out there that has watched 20 seasons, I, I really never... I think you... I don't, I don't think we have a lot in common. Let me say that. I don't think we have a lot in common. Um, that and episode yeah go ahead oh sometimes i want to add they sometimes at the end they would show some of their weddings oh god i really no wanted i was that. like let's see sabrina's new year's eve gatsby themed <laughs> wedding i wanted to see what they did with it but they they didn't show it i don't think oh, she was she was an odd one she really she just didn't coincide with anything she was saying no at all like no. it just didn't make sense she was this real rough tough like I, I didn't get her at all and then she's, we had she's like yeah. the girl that introduces you to cigarettes in eighth grade or something yeah yeah and she then gatsby and fifteen thousand on a ball gown and she put it on and she was like i love it and i was like no you don't what? sabrina no you don't um crazy then there was a woman that said she looks like she's in a trash bag and i thought okay maybe some drama but no then she just no. needed it taken in that was it we went on to another episode from season 14 um this was another woman that described shoshana (laughs) is that who you're talking about oh as quirky and unusual i'm gonna put something out there if you describe yourself zany wacky crazy weird i'm gonna just fill you in on something that you may not realize everyone thinks you're really boring and you are boring (laughs) you're nothing like you think you are it's like people that are let's call themselves funny if you are genuinely a witty human being you do not describe yourself as funny because you don't need to say it and so all of these women 
just think they are so crazy. Shoshana, and she wasn't even specific about describing her style. This woman, Mm. Shoshana, she says, I'm bohemian. I'm a hippie. I'm 80s. I'm this. I'm that. I'm everything and and nothing all at once, basically. And Mm. so she's an actress slash babysitter. (laughs) Been there. I've been there, too. I don't know why I'm laughing. I've been there, Shoshana. I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at a lot more about you but i'm not laughing at that yeah been there so she but she's managed to save up two grand for Mm -hmm. a dress which on this show by the way everyone who comes in and says that they only want to spend two grand randy and the other employees are like oh they always have an aside (laughs) yeah they're oh what a peasant oh how what do we possibly have here that they could even begin to afford And then, of course, they end up bringing out 10 dresses. It's like, okay, Mm. you have stuff. Plus, they have this secret stash in the back that is the sample sample stuff that's Mm. been marked way down. So anyways, they always find something. And so she is nervous about showing cleavage. Mm -hmm. Her family are total prudes. It wasn't even that bad. And they're like, oh, that is terrible. I know. So anyways... She's then, oh wait yeah. sneaker wedges. She's wearing That's sneaker wedges so with her dress. Let's and Randy almost has a heart attack. Yeah, and that was so hysterical. I mean, it's just, I how did this show get renewed? I just I don't, don't know. Look, we have you know I I will hark back to some of the other ones that we've what have we reviewed so far what was the oh the birth story that was a bunch of bullshit as well yeah. that had like fourteen seasons and then we have my um. My fat saved my life, which at least, at least was comical on the fact that the PAs were running the entire show. And that probably only had a season or two. And this bullshit is just showing massive privilege or it's just, it's just everything. Okay, just a I have a theory. Bland. Go on. I have a theory. I think that this show, well, obviously this show came out before Pinterest was such a thing. Okay. So I think that women who are hoping to become brides soon or they're engaged, I think women would watch this show and say, oh, what's Uh... trending with the dresses? And it would allow them to place themselves into the fantasy because they're about to get married. And, oh, I like that kind of dress. I don't like that. Like, it's like basically if Pinterest was a show. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. That's how I view it. That's, That's the only thing I can rationalize in my mind of why so many people watch this. I think it's because they are deciding, oh, do I want strapless or do I want... Like, you know and also i do think that there was definitely a lot of sponsorship because in this second episode that we watched called i'm a bride in a budget there was this woman called lauren i mean so it was all women that were looking around two thousand dollars which still is a lot of money Mm -hmm. and um she mentioned this dress that actually had it was lauren i think that actually had an a touch of class and something that was at least a little bit different it was like a black and white and it was by antonio rivero or antonio revo antonio revo and she mentioned his name and the every person was interviewed mentioned the designer's name like 15 times Mm -hmm. and i was thinking they're all in on this this yeah. has got to be, like, they have, and I realized as I watched more of these, like, the Mark Zanino, love, um, and mentioned him a turn, and then we go on to another one where they had, like, a Project Runway guy. So it's obviously, 
they must be getting some compensation for spouting these types of designers as well and giving them publicity. So I think it's a whole racket, really. And I don't think these people yeah. probably end up paying for a jet dress. I didn't do any research on it, but I, I don't know if they even pay for them. But who, who knows? Very interesting. I didn't even think of that. I was yeah. thinking to myself, why are these designers coming in for this dumb show but i know that makes sense money and yeah of course the wedding (laughs) the wedding industry is all about the money so and then i I, and we move on there was the a third one that we that uh that we got onto was it was um season three episode two in my opinion and this is where they did they did someone a little bit dirty on this so there was this woman called erin that comes on and she was kind of big busted and she they put her in this dress and she was just spilling out the top of it like it was another one that was just just strapless and you're like you can't wear that type of dress i mean you can you can wear whatever the hell you want it's your wedding right but i'm just saying it's not flattering right it's not flattering at all she was big busted she was spilling out the top of it and she she didn't like it and she looks in the mirror and she says i look like a whale and they were like oh no you don't whatever the narrator goes well, Erin goes fishing for another dress, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, you did her so wrong. Jeez. You did her so wrong, dude. And they bring in this Project Runway. Um, and I've watched Project Runway a I little bit. I love Project Runway. Yeah, I had watched... I remember I went through this um, this period of being really, really obsessed with that. Um, like, I just go through... I was telling my friend, I go through these periods where i become obsessed with one show like right now we're in 2022 and i am obsessed with watching um family guy (laughs) i can't i obviously it's genius and it's always been genius but i have i can't tell you the last time before now that i'd watched an episode of family guy i watch it every single night before i go to sleep now like obsessed with it and i'm obsessed with finding out about seth MacFarlane because i'd because he like I'm gonna go go into a whole diatribe about Seth MacFarlane but I find him fascinating and he was like the youngest showrunner in history of what he you know what he accomplished was unbelievable so I became like obsessed with like who he actually is and then obsessed with the show so I go through these like random obsessions and then I'll never watch it again and I was like that with Project Runway and I watched a ton but I didn't think I'd watched Os his name's Os (laughs) sorry Give me a second. <laughs> it's just my notes. I'm reading my notes. Okay. His name's Austin Scarlet, and he comes on to the show, and I just wrote down, he looks like a Victorian page boy. And that's all I could write. <laughs> so true. So oh accurate. God. It's so, so accurate. accurate. The words fell out of my mouth and they placed perfectly there's on my a, notes. There's a portal that's a time machine in the back of the dresses in the very <laughs> back. And he just <laughs> he just wandered out and was like, uh, uh, I guess I oh, sell these frocks now. Wonderful. He was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, this episode with, there was someone that really, really loved Austin and then so came on to find a dress by him, but then none of them fit her. So she was like, I'm not going to wear that anyway. And then I don't know, it was just, this episode was just as boring as the other ones. Season three started off with this woman who was such peak early 2000s 
fashion, honey. She had her oh. hair up with a bumpet. She had Bump. leggings under a tunic, oh, under a short jacket dude. over the tunic, mm, mm, chunky mm. highlights, spray yes, tanned yes, for the gods. Yes, yes. Yes, oh, yes, she had yes. it all. She had it all. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it she was, was from so... South Carolina, and she'd driven 10 hours for um, the Victorian page boy. <laughs> and and unfortunately, it didn't work out for her, but she did find what she wanted. Um, but it really, it was it was a beautiful sight to see that. You get these little flashbacks. And I, you know what, Kate? I watched it, and I just thought, hmm. Love a sugar-free Red Bull right now, but there was none to be found in my house. <laughs> Tragic. There was none to be found, unfortunately. Um, so then there was like, I mean, I don't know. There was an older, there was an older bride in it, which was a little bit of difference. But why was everyone white and blonde? I didn't like. Susan. Susan had a black husband or fiance. Right. right. That was that's the only person of color I remember seeing. I know. I and think I just thought, I, in these really five episodes, une- yeah, it makes me really uneasy. I didn't. Oh I wait, didn't, no, there no, was there a was black Michelle woman. Michelle yeah. was pregnant. Um, yeah, but I mean, guys, Here and we there. could we could go on for the next two the two episodes that we went on, but it was just. I don't know if you have anything to say, Kate. I don't. It was just the same, 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 same over and over again. I think the only really funny thing that happened in these mm. whole five, five episodes was that there was a, they had this, this was in season three, episode four, Bridal Wave. They yeah. show this sample sale <laughs> or warehouse sale, whatever. Yeah. And so all these people, all these brides line up to get these good deals on these gowns and people are kind of like fighting over gowns oh you've been holding on to that for an hour do you Uh want it or don't you Uh and randy catches this woman trying to shove a wedding dress into her purse (laughs) and randy is incensed he's like Oh, I went over there and she said, oh, yeah, I thought it was my coat. He mm-hmm. goes, oh, you can't tell the difference between a giant white dress and your coat. Give me a break. I'm going to be watching her like a hawk. He was so. <laughs> I know. I know. It was that was I wrote that down as well. I was, but was... then again, the, the TLC never fo- had that footage. So it was just him retelling it. Though. Right. You didn't even see that. But at least like that would have been a little bit of drama. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, they did that big Anyways. blowout sale. I, I mean, all I can say is I am genuinely, genuinely shocked. When I found that, when I Googled the top 10 episodes, I thought, guaranteed, there's going to be like a, a bridesmaid that, I mean, in my fantasy, there would have been a bridesmaid that said, you know what? I had sex with your fiance last night. Like the wedding's off. Like that would be my <laughs> dream. But I honestly, I understood it wasn't going to be that. But I thought maybe there'd be some fighting or maybe there would be like a horrendous mother and i'm sure there are in some episodes but we didn't even get anything anything in all of these i wanted a bride to start crying and they're like oh she's so happy and then she's like i actually am not in love with randall i wanted a couple of breakups i wanted something something yeah i wanted something and they gave us nothing yeah so to say all that strapless dresses it was a bunch of, you know, there really wasn't a single, if I, I keep thinking, I have been to obviously weddings in my life, a lot, majority of them, one too many than I should have been to. But I think that 
the ones that I've been to where there has been elegance and individuality, that's what was, that's the key that mm-hmm. was missing in every single person that was featured in these five shows. Their dress, and even if they were, they, very beautiful women, but then they have no sense of any individuality. And I guess people that would watch this, of course, this is an absolutely massive sweeping statement, but if they're watching it, um, and remember I'm excused because I'm not feeling very well and I had to drink gin and kombucha, um, I just think that this is not something to admire. Everyone looking the same, even these brides brought their friends and all the friends looked the same. Like They were all just these... It was just a lot. It made me... It made me anxious watching it all being like where has anyone got any grace it's all like let's put some let's put this dress on that doesn't really fit very well but it looks like every other wedding you've been to in the past 15 years right oh, they want it to be aspirational and the show moves this the episodes are 20 minutes long or something and the episodes move at a mile a minute going back yeah. and forth between the different brides and what's who's getting what and and then as far as the strapless thing, I do think it, it was a sign of the times, kind of. Well, but we watched across but, a bunch of seasons. Yeah, we did. So never mind. But there would there would even be dresses with wonderful straps. There was one, that and was they really would always pretty. say, "They would always say, oh, well, we can take the straps off.'" Yeah. And it was like this this asymmetrical, and it was really unusual, but it like was a, very flattering. I very know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and it was elegant. You'd look at that woman coming down the aisle and go, she has taste. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, get rid of it. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Look, all I can say is I'm just not, I, I'm not the intended viewer of the show. Let me just <laughs> leave it at that. I'm not the, and I, Kate, I don't think you are either. No. So that that's where we're at. My pounds of learning, just to go through through it quickly, I had two pounds of learning. And I'm so did I. It... No. Two. I wrote Lies. two. I wrote two. I wrote two. Wow. Okay, see, yeah, we are right on the board. I gave it two pounds. I gave it two pounds because I learned that um, I don't want to go to any more weddings, so nobody ever invite me to a wedding again. Um, and that those... Oh, I learned that that horrible neckline and strapless is called sweetheart. That's what I learned. Those are the two things I learned, so two pounds. Okay. Yeah. For me, two pounds <sighs> of, uh, mo- mostly just because of Randy. I mean, Randy mm. got those two pounds for, for me. Okay. Um, yeah. I have talked a lot of shit tonight, and we're about to go onto the Wheel of Shame. All right. There are, there are say yes to the dress spinoffs. Oh. And I, <laughs> I didn't know I'm, that. I'm not I'm not projecting this, but Kate, I can't I need a good two months break before anything like this or a baby story again. Can we okay. please respin if we get another yes to the dress? We, can't. For next we know the rules with the potty. We know the rules with okay. the potty. We have to stick. So okay. let's see where we are, guys. We have run down the two episodes. Um and as I say again, uh please forgive me for my harsh but very very accurate words um (laughs) we're gonna move on now to our wheel of shame and if you are new to uh tender loving care 
question mark what we do every week is we put um all of the it's currently 130 <laughs> we're gonna be here for a long time 113 shows are on the tlc network we put them into our wheel of shame we spin it so we randomly get two shows that we review for the following week in the next podcast so i'm gonna spin it spin that wheel okay i no i'm not putting it out i'm not putting it out there we're gonna get some good ones because we deserve it these last two weeks we've had some doozies all right are you ready to spin the wheel spin away (laughs) okay it's going come on give us something really 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 we have the first one up (gasps) what is it what is it okay sorry the reaction i have just had okay so this is similar to the reaction kate had when she had thousand pound sisters (laughs) this our first show up is called the world's smallest woman meet jotty now jotty i've watched this like three times and i'm actually not shitting you this woman she is on i mean we'll get into it but she was on american horror story you may know her from american horror story freak show i'm obsessed with her my friends know i'm obsessed with her i was at my friend's house on saturday night talking about her i mean he kind of like zoned out when i talk about her but i love her (laughs) um that's oh my god this is an amazing amazing it's like a one-off show so we're gonna watch like it's like a 45 minute one-off it's amazing kate you're gonna fall in love with jotty she's an amazing woman i love her i'm excited oh my god i'm so happy okay so we're already up you needed that you needed that you know what kate thank you i did need that i did need that that. okay all right let's go for another one it's gonna be another good one all right let's spin Okay, it's spinning. Oh, so happy. Beaming. Pauline's beaming. Oh, okay. Second. All right, all right. Second one is Big Holidays with the Little Couple. Big Holidays Hmm. with the Little Couple. Don't know. I think I know who the Little Couple are. I think it's a doctor and... That's a little person, I think, and her husband's a little person as well. I th- big holidays with the little couple. I've and never Jotty. heard of it. Okay, I think I know. So, I'm okay, oh. Kate. I'm feeling good. And it's not All just right. the gin and kombucha. I'm feeling good, Kate. <laughs> and by the way, it's a fantastic combination because you're having alcohol, which is terrible for you. And then you're having a kombucha, so a little pep in your step. Yeah, pep in your step, gut gut health yeah gut health, gut health liver <laughs> rot you know you just it's a really it good combo balances out <laughs> so guys for next week we have jotty um and um big holiday what was it big holidays with little couple mm-hmm. okay so those are our two shows so you know feel free to go on watch them so you can um understand every, all the shit that we're going to talk next week um you'll understand what we're talking about what we're referencing if not don't worry we will be able to follow um (laughs) i honestly have only had one drink i promise (laughs) 
I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited about Jyoti. Um, we will be able to fill you in on everything. So before we go, we definitely want to plug our social media. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Tender Loving Care Pod. And then also on Twitter, where we do talk a lot of shit on the daily, um, at TLC Poddy. That's TLC P O D D Y. If you'd like to email us any words of enthusiasm and love, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. I do sometimes get a little bit nervous, Kate, about giving out our Insta- um, our uh, email address just because of everything, especially tonight, especially because of everything I've said about the show. But remember, I'm not feeling well, so I get a pass. <laughs> um and then kate you have to please give a shout out to mostly bravo your other body yes yes my dear friend bryce and i host a pod called mostly bravo where we recap every week the most talked about shows on bravo at the moment and uh bryce also likes to talk about the bachelor bachelorette type stuff uh so you can Find us anywhere you can find podcasts, Mostly Bravo. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Mostly Bravo. Perfect. And then I have to do a little shameless plug myself. My overwhelming love for junk TV definitely began with the whole Bravo world, especially the Real Housewives. So I have gone ahead and created an original line of notebooks and journals featuring all of our beautiful, wonderful monsters and their statement necklaces um, from several Real Housewife franchises. So as a true aficionado of the gals, each Housewife journal comes with a list of suggested uses on the back, which speak to the very essence of our wonderful women. So if you love the Real Housewives and need somewhere to scribble, please check out my Instagram page at a Brit in the sun. That's a Brit, B-R-I-T, in the sun. Check it out. Okay, I think then we've done our Mm self-promotion. We have torn down uh, multiple people (laughs) and multiple episodes of two shows and um, got some more to do next week. (laughs) Don't run through a window. Don't. Listen, just remember... If you're going to a darts tournament this weekend, don't drink too much. But if you do, and you plan on going through a window, make sure you're 300 pounds plus. Right? And that's what we learned. That's everything we learned. All right, guys, we will be um, leaving you. We look forward to next week and our two fabulous shows. We will see you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.